Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. This is your host, Elder Gregory Newsom, with the Faith in God Internet TV. And we're grateful on this uh, beautiful Monday. It's not blue Monday, but it's beautiful Monday. And we want to say to the people of God, God bless you uh, for uh, your support and your prayers. Uh, we have a beautiful uh, study today, Bible study. And so we're going to get ready to go before the Lord in prayer. But before we do that, we want to give honor to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, who's the head of our life, to our honorable pastor, uh, Bishop Dr. Ellis Murchison, Sr., of the Pentecostal Power Church here in Milwaukee, and to our First Lady, Lady Paulette Murchison, praise God. And uh, we do want to honor my own wife, uh, our precious wife, missionary Janice Newson. Uh, we thank God for what God is doing for the both of us. Um, we are definitely, amen, thanking the Lord for his goodness toward us. Um, we thank the Lord for service on yesterday. We thank God we had a beautiful uh praise and worship service and also the message uh timely message preached by uh our pastor bishop murchison did a very very excellent job and i just uh thank and praise god for uh the mentorship and uh all the things that uh he has equipped us uh just to be where we are today and so we thank god for him uh and and god being uh there in his life that he might be uh, an example before us and so we're grateful for those things and uh, all of our bishops bishop scott our assistant presiding bishop bishop dr charles bennett and mother bennett lady bennett and just to all the saints all the leaders of the nppci church we thank god for you all of the district elders district elder turner uh, district elder johnson and their wives uh, we honor all of you today and so we're just grateful to the lord for what he's doing had a beautiful service bishop did uh uh the preaching portion of the installation service of uh pastor Courtney. uh we thank and praise god pastor timothy Courtney and sister Courtney. we thank and praise god for lady Courtney rather uh for what god is doing for them uh god is elevating young men and women to get on this battlefield and uh teach and preach this gospel and so i'm excited i'm happy for them and we're grateful to the Lord for that beautiful couple, amen, that's going forward in the Lord. And so with no further ado, we want to go ahead and go before the Lord uh, as we pray and acknowledge God before we get into this Bible study. The Bible study we're going to be uh, working on today is uh, why we baptize in Jesus' name. But we uh, want to talk about uh, baptism is essential. And so that's what we want to talk about this week, baptism is essential and so we're going to be getting quite a few scriptures and so uh stay with us this week we're not going to get them all today but we'll be getting them throughout this week and so if you just want to refresh your course in this uh please come back to join us and uh, or go back and view this uh at your leisure okay and so uh with no further ado let us pray for the sick among us pray for as i said our leaders prior to getting on the broadcast let us pray for them pray for our mothers pray for the sick pray for our essential workers uh pray for me and my family amen let us pray one for another uh let us go before strong eternal god our savior in the precious name of jesus lord we thank you for your mercy and your grace thank you lord thank you heavenly father oh god for your goodness and mercy toward us Thank you, Lord, oh God, for touching my father. Thank you, Lord, for, oh God, just continuing to minister, oh God, in the lives of your people. We thank you for healing. Bless my sister, God, my brothers, in the Lord and in our natural family. Bless, oh God, Lady Turner, District Ella Turner, District Ella Johnson. Bless them, God. Lord, we pray in the name of Jesus. Lord, that thine will be done. Not my will, but thine will be done. Father, we pray, Lord, that you will lift up every bow down head. Oh, God, every soul that's in distress, that call on your name, God, we know you hear it thus because you have our petition today. We pray, God, 
you would direct us in this Bible study concerning your name, concerning the baptism in the name of the Lord Jesus. Touch in a special way. Direct us and, oh God, enlighten us that we might be, oh God, oh God, in edification to the body of believers. And Father, we thank you. We forever give you praise. Help us to decrease that you might increase. And oh God, help us, God. Oh God, that we'll be more like thee. Less of us and more of thee. This we ask and pray in the mighty name of Jesus. Bless Sister Newson, God. Look on Sister Gabrielle. Look on Bridget, Lord. Touch in a special way. Touch the mind, Lord. Oh God, we know you're able. Look on our mothers now, Mother Heron, Mother Flowers, Mother Cookie. Touch, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Look on Mother Tiny. Oh, God, touch in a special way, God. Look on our young men and young ladies. Bless them, God. Oh, God, we know you are a keeper and a preserver. Father, we thank you. We forever give you praise. We thank you for a great deliverance. Bless our unsaved loved ones the saints' families. Bless them, God. Keep your armor protection around them, God, and grant them an opportunity of repentance. Oh, God, this we ask and pray. and We petition you for it, and we thank you for it now in the mighty name of Jesus, to the glory of God. Thank God. Amen and amen. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. So we thank God for the prayer. Praise God. And so we want to get right into the word of the Lord today. We're going to go to a familiar passage of scripture and we're going to start out in Matthew chapter, um, Matthew chapter three. We're going to go there and uh, we're going to read uh, a few verses of scripture there as we talk about uh, why we baptize in the name of Jesus. Uh, and the most important part that we want to talk about is baptism is essential and we know this is a real good hot button topic in these last days uh thank god for uh this topic coming up because so many people now uh they don't want to deal with baptism they want to just uh i guess have church but not teach uh the principles and the oracles of god concerning uh the doctrine of Christ and the doctrine of the apostles. And so what I mean by that is we shouldn't be teaching anything. Uh, and I'm, I'm not going to say it in a, cause we should be teaching things that pertain to the kingdom of God, but we shouldn't be teaching anything outside uh, the boundaries of what the word of God gives us in terms of revelation and understanding. OK, because we're going to get into this because he um, talks here in Matthew chapter three. And we're going to get the, we're just going to let the word do the talking. Uh, Jesus. Uh, uh, you know. Uh, was uh, getting ready to come on the scene here and we know John the Baptist prepared the way of the Lord and. Uh, we're going to read it. Let us just read it. We're going to go to Matthew chapter three and uh, let's go to uh, Matthew three and one. He says, in those days came John the Baptist preaching in the wilderness of Judea and saying, repent ye for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. For this is he that was spoken of by the prophet Isaiah saying, the voice of one crying in the wilderness, prepare ye the way of the Lord, make his path straight. And the same John had his raiment of camel's hair and a leathern girdle about his loins and his meat was locusts and wild honey. That was his diet. Verse 2. 
Verse number five, Matthew three and five. Then went out to him. Then went out to him Jerusalem and all Judea and all the rain region and all the region round about the Jordan. Then went out to him Jerusalem and all Judea and all the region round about Jordan. This spread it, this spread it like wildfire. And were baptized of him in the Jordan, confessing their sins. But when he saw many of the Pharisees, take special note, Matthew 3 and 7. But when John the Baptist, he saw many of the Pharisees and Sadducees, Come to his baptism. And John's response, he says unto them, O generation of vipers, who had warned you to flee from the wrath to come? Bring forth therefore fruits, meat for repentance. And think not to say within yourselves, we have Abraham to our father. For I say unto you that God is able to raise up uh, uh, stones. I'm sorry, he says, for I say unto you that God is able of these stones to raise up children unto Abraham. Verse number 10, Matthew 3 and 10. And now also the ax is laid unto the root of the trees. Therefore, every tree that brings uh, not forth, good fruit is hewn down and is cast into the fire. Praise God. Said every tree that don't bring forth none is gonna be cast down into the fire. My, my, my. Now we're gonna get to verse number 11. We're going to go to Matthew 3 and 11. We're going to go to Matthew 3 and 11. Matthew 3 and 11, it says, I indeed baptize you with water unto repentance, but he that cometh after me is mightier than I. But he that cometh after me is mightier than I. Whose shoes I am not worthy to bear. He shall baptize you with the Holy Ghost. And with fire, praise God, whose fan is in his hand and he will thoroughly purge his floor and gather his wheat into the garner, but he will burn up the chaff with unquenchable fire. Praise God. Verse number 13. Then come Jesus from Galilee to Jordan unto John to be baptized of him. But John forbade him saying, I have need to be baptized of thee. He says, and comest thou to me? Praise God. Look at Jesus' response. Baptism is essential. Matthew 3 and 15. And Jesus answering said unto him, suffer it to be so now for thus it is become us to fulfill all righteousness. Then he suffered him. And when Jesus was baptized, he went up straightway out of the water and lo, the heavens was open unto him. And he saw the spirit of God descending like a dove and lighting upon him, lighting upon him. And lo, a voice from heaven saying, this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. Praise God. Jesus was baptized. And it was essential. It was necessary fall or uh, to fulfill all righteousness. 
Jesus didn't have any sin. But he was baptized to fulfill all righteousness because he knew there were going to be people in that day and in this day. They were going to say, well, he didn't get baptized. Jesus didn't get baptized. He didn't need to be baptized, but he did it so that uh, becoming us to fulfill all righteousness. And he was baptized so we can know it's essential to salvation. So many people talk about, well, I don't know if I need to be baptized. And those that believe they need to be baptized, they talks about three titles, Father, Son, Holy Ghost. But there's only one name under heaven whereby we can be saved, according to Acts 4 and 12. And so when we look at it, you know, the baptism was preached in John. Uh, uh, not uh, John also talked about repentance, cried out for repentance, rather. Uh, he was the forerunner crying out before Jesus to prepare the way of the Lord and make the path straight. And according to Mark 1 and 4, John did baptize in the wilderness and preached the baptism of repentance for the removal of sin. That means if you don't get baptized, those Adamic sins are still there. And if we uh, denounce baptism, um, we can't fulfill righteousness without it. Hmm? Because it's for, to, for the removal of sin. Hmm? And we're going to go a little bit farther. I'm going to go to Luke 3 and 16. John answered, saying unto them all, I indeed baptize you with water, but he says, one that cometh, uh, but one mightier than I cometh. And he says, the latch of his shoes, who I'm not worthy to unloose. He shall baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with fire. So you need the water baptism and you need the Holy Spirit baptism. Praise God. And it is essential for you as a believer to have your sins washed away, calling on the name of the Lord. And so we want you to know today that you need to be baptized in Jesus name. We're going to go to Luke 3 and 21. When all the people were baptized, it came to pass that Jesus also being baptized and praying as the heavens were open. Luke has the same account. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John has the same writing. Praise God. And these synoptic writings, you know, uh, deals with the same uh, process. And in their account, they all observe the same thing and we had to respond to it, amen, in faith. And they had to obey it. Praise God. Luke 3 and 22. And the Holy Ghost descended in a bodily shape, like a dove upon him. And a voice came from heaven, which said, Thou art my beloved son. In thee I am well pleased. Jesus get baptized, and the Lord says he is well pleased. Don't you know that if you get baptized, the Lord is well pleased with you getting your sins removed because he died for your sins. And he created an avenue so you could have access to the tree of life. John 1 and 26, St. John 1 and 26. John answered them saying, I baptize with water, but there standeth one among you whom you know not. John says, there's one stand among you in whom you know not. Now, when we look at this now, we're going to take a good look at it. Because uh, a lot of times people don't look at John 1 and 26 and uh, look at the depths of it, you know. He says here, but there standeth one among you whom ye know not. 
he it is who coming after me is preferred before me. Hmm. Whose shoes uh, latch I am not worthy to unloose. Hmm? We have to look at this. St. John 1 and 29. The next day, John see Jesus coming unto him and said, Behold, the Lamb of God, which taketh away the sins of the world. Not only your sin, not only my sin, but Jesus came to take away the sins of the world. And if you repent and be willing to be baptized in water in the name of Jesus for the remission of your sins, God promised to fill you with the precious gift of the Holy Ghost. He'll baptize you with the Holy Ghost and that with fire. I want to say this. We have to take a look here and understand that baptism is essential. Paul says in 1 Corinthians 1 and 17, he said, for Christ sent me not to baptize, but to preach the gospel. Not with wisdom of words, lest the cross of Christ should be made not effect. He tells them plainly. We're going to go to Acts. We're getting ready to go to Acts real quick. I want you to go to Acts chapter 1. We're going to go to Acts chapter 1. Bear with me. And uh, we want you to uh, take a look there. Go to Acts chapter 1. All right. Acts chapter 1 and verse number 5. Acts 1 and 5. For John truly baptized with water. But ye shall be baptized with the Holy Ghost not many days hence. Acts 1 and 5. And when they therefore were come together, they asked of him, saying, Lord, uh, wilt thou at this time restore again the kingdom to Israel? And he says unto them, and Jesus says unto them, it is not for you to know the time or the seasons for which the father had put in his own power. But ye shall receive power. He says here in 1 and 7, in Acts 1 and 7, and he said unto them, it is not for you to know the times or the seasons which the father has put in his own power. But Acts 1 and 8 said, but ye shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you. And ye shall be witnesses. You don't get the Holy Ghost just to shout and run up and down the aisles. But he says, you're going to be a witness. And this is why baptism is essential. You can tell somebody it's essential because I was baptized in Jesus name. And it's essential because uh, I received the promise of the Holy Spirit. It's essential because John baptized under repentance. And Jesus was baptized uh, by John the Baptist that all righteousness may be fulfilled. And so you think you're going to go to heaven without being uh, baptized. Uh, that's not according to the scripture. Don't go to according to scripture. We're getting ready to go to St. John. But you're going to go according to scripture. You got to go according to the scriptures. Dealing with baptism is essential. And why we baptize in Jesus name? Because he says here in Acts 1 and 8, but ye shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you and you shall be witnesses unto me. First at Jerusalem, which means at home and all Judea, which means next door and Samaria, which means down the way and the uttermost parts of the earth mean everywhere. And everywhere we go, 
we should carry this commandment, this uh, uh, essential uh, plan that God has laid out for the church and for all believers that's going to be uh, on this uh, foundation, but this teaching, this doctrine about baptism and Holy Ghost and filling of the Holy Ghost is essential that you get your sins washed away. And if you ain't going to get your sins washed away, then your sins still remain. And why would you still stay? Uh, oh, Lord, why would you still stay uh, in your sins when God has made provision for you to have your sins taken care of? It's like somebody come to pay your debt and you said, no, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm going to stay in debt. Don't you know Jesus took care of the sin debt we could not pay? We were indebted uh, not only to sin. We weren't only enslaved to sin, but we was indebted to death. And when Jesus died on that cross, he released us from it to all that will come unto him and repent and be baptized uh, to many as them that received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God. Praise God. We gonna get it. We gonna get it. And so it's very, very important. It's essential that you be baptized. It's necessary. Okay. We're going to go to, uh, we're going to go to uh, Acts chapter two, and then we're going to go to St. John. We're going to Acts chapter two. All right. On the day of Pentecost. Everybody want to talk about the day of Pentecost? Let's talk about it. All right. On the day of Pentecost. We're going we gonna to go uh, to Acts chapter 2. Let's go there. Go there with me real quick. And we're just going to, we're not going to spend a long time here. We're just moving, touching, and going. Because we got quite a few scriptures to get to this week dealing with uh, baptism is essential. Okay? And so uh, we want to get uh, Acts chapter uh, 2. All right? So let's take a look at Acts 2 and 1. We're going to read down uh, to about four, Acts 2 and 1 through 4, and then we're going to skip down to 36. Same book, verse number 36, Acts chapter 2, 1 through 4, and then we're going to skip down to verse 36. The Holy Spirit came on the day of Pentecost, which is after the Feast of Weeks, after the death, after the Passover. It's 50 days. Hmm? And Jesus uh, was buried and rose on the third day. All right. He talked about it in Luke 24. All right. Now we're at Acts chapter two. And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as a Russian mighty wind. And it filled all the house, not some of the house, but it filled all the house where they were sitting. And there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as a fire. And it sat up on each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost. Let me read verse four again. Verse four make me feel good. I hope it make you feel good. I feel blessed when I read number four. He says here in the book of Acts here, and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost. Mm, glory. And began to speak with other tongues as the spirit gave them the utterance. Can't nobody give you no tongue. If you get the baptism of the Holy Spirit and somebody tell you how to speak in tongue, you ain't got the Holy Ghost. You ain't received no Holy Ghost. If people telling you what to say, you just got to get a thankful heart and open up yourself to God to receive the promise. Because Acts 2, we're going to get it. We're going to get it. But he says here, and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the spirit gave them utterance. 
and utterance mean? The spirit takes over and begins to make utterances that's not normal to your own tongue or dialect. But if somebody else tell you, say, see my tie, see my tie, see my tie, see my tie, you ain't speaking in tongue. You talking about seeing your necktie. Hmm? Or I'm coming in a Honda. You just need to go to the dealership and pick out your car. I'm just going to make it plain to you. Because that ain't the Holy Ghost. When you get filled with the Holy Ghost, you going to speak in other tongues and God going God gonna to do it. All right? Can't no, ain't no man got no intervention for the Holy Ghost because according to Joel 2, 25 through 28, God said he was going to pour out his spirit on all flesh and he was going to do this. So baptism is essential. You need to be baptized. We're going to go down to verse number 36 because we got somebody that got questions. All right? We're going to go to Acts 2 and 36. Acts 2 and 36. We're going to read it for you here. He says, therefore, that all the house of Israel know assuredly that God had made that same Jesus. This is for these skeptic people. Jesus, just another prophet like everybody, like, you know, he's just a normal prophet like some of the others or, or, or Jesus, you know, there had to be another Jesus, you know. Come on now. This is for the, all these people with teaching this false stuff. We're going to get to it. But it says here in Acts 2 and 36, therefore let all the house of Israel know surely that God had made that same Jesus that I'm talking about right now that got baptized and that baptized with the Holy Ghost. He made that same Jesus whom ye have crucified the one that was crucified on that rugged cross for your sins and mine, whom you have crucified, both Lord and Christ. What we don't understand about Lord. Hmm? When you look at Lordship, hmm? he has total authority, Lordship. Not only, oh, Lord, he don't just have permission from God. He has the total authority, which makes him equal to God, according to uh, Philippians 2 and 5. Oh, Lord, have mercy. I don't want to get into no theology thing, but if we go to Philippians 2 and 5, but, we, you know, 2 and 1 through about 8 there, it explains it. That God thought it not, Jesus thought it not robbery to be equal with God. So he was Lord and Christ, meaning that there's no, there's no distinction. There's no separation. The sonship was just only, uh, 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 oh, Lord have mercy, was there to redeem us. Because God cannot die. So he was God manifested in the flesh. Huh? According to St. John 3 and 16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Baptism is essential. That whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. If you want everlasting life, all you got to do is repent and get baptized. Believe, repent, and be baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And God will fill you with the gift of the Holy Ghost. He'll do that part. But for you that don't see this, it says he both Lord and Christ. And when these Jews, these Jews that had crucified Jesus, found out that he was the Messiah, he was the one to make atonement, he was the true Lord and master that was sent by God, Oh, Lord, have mercy. Look at verse number 37. This lets you know the Jews' eyes was open up for a little while. It was open up enough that they could see they made a mistake. Praise God. Look at 2 and 37. 
Acts 2 and 37. Now, when they heard this, we talking about Jews from all nations, huh? Devout Jews. If, if you know, the Feast of Weeks, everybody came from everywhere hmm? to celebrate the Feast of Weeks, the Passover. Look at this. To commemorate when Moses, when God delivered, gave them Moses to deliver the people out of Egypt. He had to bring us out of Egypt, praise God. You may not see it as an Egypt, but I was in a strange land. I was in the world and I was captured by the world. And sin had a hold on my life. And God had to tell the devil, let him go. Praise God through the preacher, through the preach word. But look at this now. He says here in Acts 2 and 37, we're going to get on out here, go. We're going to have to pick it back up Wednesday. Stay with me. Well, I want you all to stay with me because next week, I mean, well, this week, we're going to finish this week out with this series. But next week is going right in. We're going right into another series of dealing with these essential things, dealing with baptism and a lot of other found, uh, fundamental foundational teaching that we need to uh, continue to deal with because people now, they just want to shout. They don't want no teaching. They don't want no truth. And we're going to talk about you need this baptism. It's essential and we need it church. And anybody that come to God confessing their sins need to be baptized. Let me bring it here. He says, now when they heard this, they were pricked in their heart and said to Peter and the rest of the apostles, uh, men and brethren, what shall we do? They asked the question. After you find out that you've been baptized in titles, after you find out you've been baptized improperly, that's where we are at the latter part of 37. What men and brethren, what shall we do? And God got me right here to tell you, like Peter was. Let's get to 38. Two and 38. Peter stood up with his two, Acts chapter two and, and verse number 38. Then Peter said unto them, this is what Peter said. Peter said unto them, God gave Peter the keys. Peter said unto them, repent. That's the first thing Peter told him to do. And the second thing he told him, and be baptized. So if you're going to repent, you need to be baptized. If you're going to be baptized, you need to repent. Ain't no sense you going in the water. Oh, Lord, I ain't going to get on my soapbox today. I got to go before I say it. Some people go down wet and then, or, you know, then, you know, go down dry and come up wet and still hadn't changed. No change of heart. Verse number 38. Then Peter said unto them, repent and be baptized, every one of you. Every one, not some of you. Praise God. We all got sin. We all need to be baptized. Why do some believers feel like they don't need to be baptized? And then some say, oh, well, I, I, I need to be baptized. God wants everybody to be baptized. God got one process for the church in this age, in this dispensation, if you plan on making the rapture being saved. And people say, I don't see rapture in the Bible. Catching away then. It means the same thing. So we'll deal with catching away. You'll see it in 2 Thessalonians uh, 4 and 16. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout with the voice of an archangel and the trump of God. I'm going fast, but y'all know what it's saying. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout and with the voice of an archangel and the trump of God. And the dead in Christ shall rise first. And we which are alive and remain, oh Lord, have mercy, shall be caught up together to meet the Lord in the cloud, in the air. And so shall we ever be with the Lord. He said, comfort one another with these words. Peter tells them here, repent and be baptized, every one of you. Okay, repent and be baptized. But where? In the name. This is where people get, why are we baptize in Jesus' name? Why is it essential? He tells them right there in 38, what name to be baptized in? Why are we confused about, oh, Lord, why are you confused? Oh, Lord, have mercy. Oh, why are people confusing you about what name need to be called? 
ain't but one name that heaven recognized, according to Acts 4 and 12. And I'm just breaking it down. I'm just teaching it. But, you know, I get excited, y'all. I ain't, I ain't upset or nothing now. I just get excited, you know, about this word. But I want to say to you here, he says here, then Peter said unto them, repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ. That's the name you need to be baptized in. And if you get baptized and they say, Father, that's not a name. Son is not a name. Because if you get a bunch of fathers and sons stand up in the room and you say, son, stand up, all sons going to stand up in the room. But if you call a name of one individual or two individuals with the same name, the two people going to stand up. Why? Because it's one name that they recognize. And if I say, oh, Lord, if I say uh, Timothy stand up, all Timothy's in the room going to stand up because their name is Timothy. But if you say son or fathers and they all fathers, that's where the confusion come from. People, the doctrine of devil, people bring in confusion when they try to change the word of God like the devil did in Genesis. He tried to change the word of God. So Eve got confused and didn't know what, oh, she knew what God had said because her husband told her not to take, you know, eat of that tree. I'm just breaking it down to you. This is why people confuse about the baptism in Jesus name. Because somebody told them, oh, that uh, father, son, and Holy Ghost, that's not a name. Praise God. Go to St. John 17. We'll let you see it. But we're we going to get on through here. But he says here, he says, repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ. Why? For the remission of your sins. He tells you who, what, and why. Baptized in the name, that's who, of Jesus Christ. Huh? Why? For the remission of your sins. Hmm? And what's the result? And ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. What's going to come after that? The baptism of the Holy Ghost. Now, you can receive the Holy Ghost before you get baptized, but you still need to be baptized in Jesus' name. Praise God. Look at this now. He says, for the promise. This is what I want to key in on. When we get to 39, we're going to cut off. When we pick it up, wins. He said, for the promise is unto you, don't let nobody tell you, oh, the baptism in Jesus' name is just for old people. It's for young people. It's for everybody. Oh, it's it's just for, you know, it's just for a certain group of people. It's only for the Jews. It's for everybody. Look at Acts 2 and 39. For the promise is unto your children. He said, for the promise is unto you and your children. So some people say, oh, well, the Holy Ghost is just for a certain group of people. That ain't what my Bible read. Pick up a King James Bible. Get a 1611, King James 1611, and look at it. Don't get the New English translation. Just get the regular King James Bible and read it. And no matter what King James Version you pick up, uh, as long as it's King James Version, it's going to say the exact same thing. You can pick up 10 different king james bible and they're gonna say essentially the same thing for the promises unto you and to your children and to all some where, where we get to some for some folk some folk and other folk god came to save all of us look at this jesus died for all of us for the promises unto you it's a promise oh well i gotta do something to get the holy ghost no you ain't got to do nothing it's a promise it's a gift and it's a promise he says in St. John 14, 26, he said, if I don't go away, the comforter ain't going to come. Huh? But he told me you're going to send the promise of the father bone. Huh? But look at it. He said, for the promises unto you and to your children and to all that are far, even. He goes a step farther and say, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. Can you hear God calling you? to this baptism you've been struggling with it 
You've been fighting it. You've been dealing with titles. You know you need to be baptized in Jesus' name, but you stuck because of where you going. Some of us, oh, Lord, we stuck in tradition and commandments of men where I go to a church and they don't they don't baptize in Jesus' name. So if I do that, I'm letting down my church. Who, who would you rather please, God or man? Who would you rather, what requirement would you rather satisfy? God's requirement, oh, Lord, God's requirement or man's? Who, who are we trying to please, God or man? Because if we please men, we're no longer the servants of Christ. So if you out there and you have not been baptized, and we telling you, and we're sharing with you based on the scripture, that baptism is essential to the plan of salvation. And you need to be baptized. And if you need to be baptized and you in a ministry or a church, I'm not telling you put down your church. I'm not telling you do nothing because I don't talk against ministries. But I will tell you this. You need to get baptized in Jesus name and pray and ask God to open your understanding up. And God will direct you. And if your church won't do it, uh, go to an apostolic church. Go to a Pentecostal, you know, or water baptized, believing, Holy Ghost filled. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. On the altar, crying out. God will fill you with the Holy Ghost. Get one of them holy preachers and tell them, look, I need to get baptized in Jesus' name. And I want you to do it. And uh, God direct me further until God direct me further. Praise God. And one thing I know about the Holy Spirit, once you get the Holy Spirit, it won't let you stay in air. It won't let you stay somewhere where it's wrong teaching. The Bible said the comforter is going to lead and guide you in all truth. It's going to direct you. And so if you open up to this water, baptism in Jesus name, let us baptize you. I'll baptize you. I don't care nothing about no COVID. I put my mask on. I put two or three masks on. I get my boots and waders. You know, we'll get in the, we'll wade in the water. Hmm? Cause God going to trouble the water. We'll wade in that water because we want you to have all that God promised you. And the only way you can have it is somebody got to be willing to baptize you in Jesus name. Even during this time of COVID, we'll do it. We'll social distance. We'll put your mask on. We'll make sure you cover it up. We'll make sure you got clean water. Oh yeah. We'll put on you some nice baptism water. And we'll make sure the water's, you know, warm and comfortable enough for you to get in there. I'm like, well, some people, oh, I'm going to baptize. We only baptize every six weeks. We'll baptize you anytime. Oh, Lord, have mercy. I'm going to get off my soapbox. We got these ministries now. Oh, well, we only can baptize every eight weeks. Really? What if your soul, what if you die before eight weeks in? No, we're going to baptize you now. <laughs> if you want to be baptized, call us. <laughs> Praise God. Oh, go to, oh, Lord, we'll do it now. Praise God. Because we believe. A book. We believe what the Bible say for this promise is unto you and to your children, all that is far off. And if you need the water, oh, what better place to come than to, oh, Lord, to a Holy Ghost filled church to baptize you, oh, in the name of Jesus for the remission of your sins. I got to go, y'all. I want to let you know it's essential. want to thank y'all for listening. Uh, thank God for uh, Deacon Tony and Brother Green and all of you that listen and tune into the broadcast. We want to say, God bless you. I hope we uh, said something that, uh, you know, if you all want to respond, uh, send something, you know, send something uh, to us. If you uh, desire to do that, uh, send something, uh, letting us know um, your comments on the baptism. And so we always like correspondence or response from all of our listeners and subscribers. So, if you got something on it, please share with us so we can put it on the table um, for other believers to hear. Uh, if you got anything you want to add to this, uh, we hear. We hear so that you can uh, also uh, share your experience. You know, even if it's a testimony and you want to call in, we're here on the line 414-628-0568. Please call us. And so we want to be praying for these souls to get baptized in Jesus' name. So before I uh, before I end this, um, 
I want to uh, I want to have prayer because there's somebody in the valley of decision and they may want to be baptized. So let us pray. Eternal God, our Savior, in the name of Jesus. Father, we come before thee and before thy throne, thanking you and praising you, O oh God, for the plan of salvation. Thank you, Lord, O oh God, for this way. O oh God, you said that even a fool wouldn't err. It's so simple. It's so plain. Open up their understanding, Father. We pray in the name of Jesus. Give them deliverance, Father. Grant them understanding and revelation to your name that they may be baptized and feel with the power of the Holy Ghost. Even now while we speak, while we pray, fill their hearts, Father. Touch them now in the name of Jesus. Do it, Father, like only you can. Bless your people, God, to come into the knowledge of the truth. We thank you and we praise you. Thank you for the broadcast. Thank you for the listeners today. Bless them and their families. In the name of Jesus. Father, we give you glory and we give you praise. We thank you. And God, we decree victory now upon those, oh God, that desire to be baptized and have their understanding open. Bless them now. In the name of Jesus, we pray to the glory of God. Thank God. Amen. God bless you. Amen. With no further ado, I'm your host, Elder Gregory Newsom, with the Faith in God Internet TV. Until next time, God bless you in Jesus' name. I want to say God bless you, Deacon Tony, uh, uh, all of you that are listening, Ambra, uh, Brother Green, all of you, all of you that are listening today, God bless you. Thank you for tuning in. Again, thank you for joining the Faith in God Internet TV. In Jesus' name.